Has a fear of failure or indecision kept you from your creative potential? Has hesitation made your skill set corroded and rusty? Bust through the rust with the Creative Corrosion Podcast. Topics cover habits and environmental changes that prevent creative stagnation. Interviews will provide fresh perspectives and tips to nurture your creative potential. The Creative Corrosion Podcast will shift your mindset and challenge your limiting beliefs. These episodes will act as your guide past roadblocks towards the life you keep imagining. If you would like to connect further or want to hear about upcoming episodes, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Creative Corrosion Podcast. You wouldn't even be listening to this podcast unless you believe that words hold power. By listening to others, you can gain new perspectives or even find sparks of inspiration. But the words you say about and to yourself are even more significant. That's the exciting thing about lifestyle design. You see, you're not only the director, but also an actor on the grand stage of your life. So in any given situation, you can either play the role of the victim or the victor. It's your choice. So if you're constantly telling yourself that you have to sacrifice your mental health or break down your boundaries just to gain the love and acceptance of people in your life, I think it's high time that you paint yourself into a new role. One of my core beliefs is that everyone has value. And this value isn't based on their background or economic status. This is based on their perspective. Everyone has a different perspective to offer, and because of that, they deserve my respect. Over time, I realized other people don't have this belief. People will make snap judgments just based off of appearances, and they will judge you based on how you see yourself in your inner world. That's why it's so important to give yourself the care you deserve if you ever expect people to respect you. When you're dealing with nonverbal communication of confidence, there's an internal and external relationship. And psychiatrists like to call this relationship the Marilyn Effect. And the Marilyn Effect originates from a story told by Amy Green. Amy Green was the wife of Marilyn Monroe's personal photographer. Green told us that Marilyn absolutely loved New York City. She said it was her favorite place because it was so easy to blend in. And one day, Amy and Marilyn went on a walk together. And at some point, Marilyn turned to Amy and asked her, do you want to see me become a her? In that moment, Amy wasn't quite sure what she was talking about, but she went ahead and agreed and said yes. Before she knew it, the car started slowing down. and People were stopping and staring because they realized that this is Marilyn Monroe. And just by activating something within herself, it was as if Marilyn had removed a mask. And later, Green compares this to magic, but what it actually was, was an internal attitude adjustment. You might have experienced the Marilyn effect in your personal life, or here's an example. Picture a confident person. What comes to your mind? You might envision a tall posture or a warm, relaxed smile. See, these external clues can tell us about a person's inner world. It's kind of neat. Your attitude can change your physicality. Creatives desperately need to master this skill of shifting their attitudes. They need to embody who they desire to be. See, you might have incredible talent, but on the inside feel like an absolute failure or an imposter. 
This creates a disharmony between your skill and your self-belief. And when there's disharmony, it creates confusion for other people and makes them not trust you. A lot of people worry about insincerity or remaining authentic. And you might have heard the phrase, fake it till you make it. But don't make something super clear. I'm not telling you to fake anything. No fakes, no flakes here. The skill I'm talking about should connect you to yourself more than ever. For example, you want to be a great writer? Then be a great writer. And you're probably thinking, yeah, let me just do that. Like, it's that easy. You're right, it isn't easy. What I'm saying is you need to embody the inner world of a great writer. It takes work to represent the person you're becoming. You have to let go of all the programmed out. Take a moment, notice how your writing heroes present themselves. I'm willing to bet they're not walking around saying, Oh, writing? Yeah, um, that's just a little hobby of mine. Or, you know, um, um, my, my work's not really worthy of being published. That feeling of unworthiness is not who you are. And it's not what you want for your future, so stop clinging to it as an identity. Fair warning. Shifting your attitude to reflect your desires is going to create a stir. There's going to be pushback. There's people in your life right now that are accustomed to your lack of boundaries. And if you've never spoken up for what you believe in and then suddenly you do, it's probably not going to align with everyone around you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Relationships are going to fall away. And when they do, it's going to hurt. You're going to feel like you're doing something wrong. But nothing is wrong. When you join those relationships, you joined as a false version of yourself. If you can just keep going and keep shifting your inner world, eventually you're going to match the frequency of the people meant to be in your life. Trust that the people destined for you will find you. It's inevitable. So how can you shift your inner world from the mindset of the victim to the victor? How can you become the lead role in your life? Well, becoming the hero of my story is a process I'm still working on, but the first action step I took was to list out some descriptors and beliefs. These descriptors can be something you often hear from others or something you tell yourself. So maybe people tell you that you're timid or you believe that people only value you for the work you can perform. Once you have this list, it's helpful to find what resonates with who you're becoming. And if anything doesn't resonate, cross it out and write a new belief or a new descriptor next to it that does. So once you have your list, the next step is to use that list to change how you speak to yourself and about yourself to others. And this step is a long process. So if you're used to deflecting the compliments you get about your work, maybe start accepting them or... If you're used to shifting your healthy boundaries out of fear, you have to start enforcing them. Embody your new beliefs. Start showing up as your powerful self. Sure, doubt's going to creep in, and usually it's fed by loneliness or a testing situation, but you can't beat yourself up if you accidentally slip into your old patterns. It takes time to break old habits, and I think picking back up and starting again is a strength worth celebrating. I hope this episode opened your mind to the relationship between internal confidence and external perception. I hope you can walk away today with a few new tips to redesign the role you want to play in your life's design. If we can focus on taking these action steps, we can shift our inner worlds. And when we shift our inner world, we can find new relationships and experiences that truly resonate. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast and want to connect further, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Creative Corrosion Podcast.